Hello, and welcome back to Garbage Palette, the podcast where we pick really mediocre TV shows to watch, apparently. Six Emily's in Paris this week. Real Girlfriends of Paris by its other name, which is real, and Greg refuses to acknowledge. I would acknowledge it if I thought they were actual friends. That's true. These people just met each other um, probably two weeks ago. So, Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Took care of our uh, sick baby today, so that was fun. Lots of lots of snotty cuddles. Yeah, <laughs> I um, actually had a happy hour this evening. Whoa! Uh, like a brand new young designer. Had a happy hour at furniture places, so... It like was, an Emily in Paris. Yeah, well, but actually someone who is into interior design, not just fashion, or basically whatever she can uh, get. <laughs> whatever keeps her in France. Yep. Doesn't matter. Should we get started? Yeah. Oh, oh great. Our, our neighbor is turning her um, sprinklers on again. You, you can hear them? Oh, yeah, you can hear them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, if you hear anything in the background, it's our cat rubbing her face against my microphone. Yeah. she. I can't stop her. No. She already scratched me. Not on purpose, but... Okay, so should we start? Yeah. So what did you think of the episode, I guess? Worse than the first. Yeah, I thought it was worse than the first two or whatever. The extra long episode. I thought it was worse than that. You could tell they didn't have anything planned out like they did in the first episode. And then they kind of just like left it up to the cast members to be like bringing the group together or having like scene ideas. And they were all kind of just all over the place. Yeah, there's like one interesting storyline and everything else is really boring. This I don't, whole episode. I don't know what that would be, but I want you to tell me when we get there. Okay, I'll tell you when we get there. But it was, I was like, okay, what is happening here? And then yeah. they, d- they barely showed Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's start... So they start out with some home footage. I think they filmed this footage before they started filming the actual show. I think this is like what they submitted. For being like, like the pilot. Yeah. Being like, look, I'm a girlfriend in Paris. Like, come mm. come add me to your show, don't you yeah. think? Yeah. Because Aja has like so much footage. I bet she just like talked to her camera the whole time and then yeah. sent it in. <laughs> um, so we started with some home footage. Victoria at work. Aja, again, wandering the streets of France, talking about how the Fre- French metro is better than the subway station, which she said was because of the font of the metro. Like, it changed throughout the neighborhoods. I was like, hmm. I, I don't. Okay. Um, Emily just got ready for her first job. It's more home footage. And then we go to Casey. She gets little baby espressos and meets up with Anya under the Eiffel Tower. And it looks absolutely freezing. Anya is shivering. She says, don't go to the Eiffel Tower unless you have reservations to the restaurant with your own private elevator. Do you want to know how much it costs to eat at the, the private uh, restaurant at the top of the Eiffel Tower? Yes, please. Uh, the Jules Verne restaurant is 190 euros for a five-course meal and 230 euros for a seven-course meal. It doesn't seem that unreasonable for no, it's a five-course meal. It's not that unreasonable for, like, that nice of a 
restaurant but yeah. still it's like okay don't go to the eiffel tower unless you have reservations to that come on how much does it cost to go in general though um i don't know we didn't go <laughs> yeah we didn't go. there was a long line yeah there was a really long line and we just kind of walked around the bottom which it, is all you really need also greg's scared of heights i'm scared of heights and there's also chain link fence all around it because of um terrorist attacks so that's fun oh yeah well yeah because when we were there it was like right after the the london one something like that the london one and i think the previous year is when they had really bad riots i think really bad riots or somebody like drove a truck into i don't know something yeah so that was fun yeah makes you feel all warm and cozy uplifting yeah um casey needs a visa or she's going home in 90 days that's what they talk about less than 90 days she's definitely been there at least 20 days at this point well yeah she says actually it's about 60 days because she's already been there for 30 days and done nothing and it it stresses anya out and it also stresses me out because yeah (laughs) she was like i really have to like submit some paperwork and anya is like um yeah you should have submitted it the moment that you got here (laughs) yeah she it was so stupid and Anya kind of gave her some tough love. She was like, um, you need to get it moving. Like, yeah. you gotta you gotta get a start on this or else you're going home. And Casey was like, oh, no, it's good that you're giving me tough love because then you're kicking me in the butt. And it's like, if you're going to move abroad, you have to learn to start kicking your own butt. Like, yeah. you, have to, you have to. Something you probably should have researched before you moved. Well, yeah. And Anya was like, well, I guess you can go for this one visa, but that's really, really hard to do. So you're going to have to like. It was like an entrepreneur one. Mm. She was like, oh, well, you need to show that there's like brochures and stuff that you have brochure brochures and you have yeah. like intent of like actually being an entrepreneur and like doing things. And Casey was like, hmm, yeah, I don't have any of <laughs> She's doing a bunch of side hustles. I guess that would. Yeah, she wants to be a teacher. Yeah. But it's like, I think she has to get a visa to be a teacher. Also, don't go. You don't just in, like in the middle of the winter to become a teacher. <laughs> I, know, I don't think that's don't, when their school system starts. Don't just like go and just like hope for the best. Yeah. Like have a little bit of a plan. Jeez. Then we see Emily at her job, putting out gift bags. That's basically all we see her do work wise. And then she fangirls over an influencer attending the event. Yeah, Junie Breeze. I have no idea who that is. I mean, oh well, I looked her up and she's like a. She sells like vintage fashion from her website <laughs> i don't know if she finds it or what so she like thrift stores yeah and then resells the thrift clothing store and stuff. then just marks it up yeah for like 200 pounds like it's like a lot wow. or not pounds euros 200 euros huh. it's not cheap interesting yeah but that was basically that scene and then she cheers us with her coworker for doing a good job putting out um gift bags yeah, she does her little, like, Americans are smiley and Parisians are, like, straight-faced. And I thought that was cute. They showed that in, like, all of the promo, though. I had already seen that scene, like, five times. Of her doing that specifically? Or yeah. Or just showing the difference? Yeah. Hmm. And then Ani meets up with Matthew with Zaza, where she orders a hot dog for the hot dog. I think those were their hot dogs. You think that they ordered hot dogs at this French restaurant? I do. Oh, my God. Because they're talking about how they don't have any money right now. 
and then they're eating hot dogs i thought <laughs> it also looked more like an english restaurant like an english pub to me than a french restaurant so that's why it made me think they probably had hot dogs something so i appreciated anya being honest about the fact that like she's balling on the budget you know like yeah. she's glamorous on the budget i appreciated that but something also smelled very fraudulent about this couple in about this whole like this whole thing i also think it, i don't know it just like the scene was super like they're, weird like they're defrauding people no i don't know if they're defrauding i don't know if it's that <laughs> that intense but i just think that they're like I don't know. Something they're, they're being weird. a little fake the way that they totally, and I don't know. To portray something. Yeah, I don't know if she's actually this way all the time. I kind of got the feeling that like she bought all the stuff for the show. Yeah, totally. I also thought it was. This has nothing to do with them being fraudulent. This is not why I think that something is weird. I just thought it was weird that they speak English to each other, even though she's fluent in French. Yeah, and obviously he speaks French. Maybe it's just for the production, so they can edit it easier maybe but like she was speaking full on french to the waiter and then like asked matthew what he wanted in Fre- in english rather than just asking what he wanted in french you don't think he's french i don't i think he's french like i said this has nothing to do with me thinking that they're fraudulent i think he is french and i think that she i just don't know the Why fraudulent they... part came later when they were talking about like their finances and like hmm. It just seemed like a really weird staged conversation that she really wants to get married at the Ritz. And he's like, well, we could go to the Hyatt. And it's like, okay, is this like a fake thing? Or like, what is happening here? Yeah. It was Um, also interesting that she said that they don't vacation so they can go and stay at the Ritz. Yeah. And so that she can buy her nice clothes on, on... Which, what like, what's the point, though, if you live in that city I know, I know. like go travel and stay at another hotel some in some other country where it's not the cost of living isn't so expensive like, i think she's just like kind of trying to keep up with the joneses because, and the, like, because she's french in her soul yeah she's french in her soul she doesn't need to leave paris what are you talking about yeah yeah so she wants to have her wedding at the ritz at christmas time and matthew doesn't have a job though mm-hmm. he's unemployed but he wants to move towards a data-driven job Again, weird. Which apparently it's very hard to change careers in um, France. Yeah, I guess that, that that makes sense to me, I guess. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to take their word at it. Casey and Yoann are uh, playing around with clothes and he's going to style her. She doesn't think Victoria will care, which weird take. Uh, and Victoria has a work meeting and Yoann uh, doesn't show up on time. She's worried that it will reflect poorly on her. And there's one woman on the team that speaks French, we learn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought this scene was so bad. Aja and Casey go cheese shopping. And Aja talks about how many cheese options she has in France. Yeah. Which is, this is the first scene for Aja this episode. And it's a very interesting uh, scene for them to lead with. <laughs> I know. It's just like, oh, okay. No, she had her, her in-person... Or she had her home footage that she... Oh, sorry. Second second scene. <laughs> first scene with another cast member. I know. <laughs> they really love just those shopping scenes. They do. And I think they think it's like giving giving Paris, but it's really just giving like you don't have anything else to show. Yeah. <laughs> Running errands. Yeah. Cool. Ooh. 
cool. Uh, then we see Margo and her mom talk in her apartment. Uh, I love that 90% of Margo's scenes are in her apartment. All of her scenes in this episode are at her apartment. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Margo leaves her apartment. No. <laughs> um, and they talk about how her parents divorced, fucked her up. She They're like talking about her her jobs that she's thinking about doing her projects, whatever you want to call them. Well, I was going to say her mom is really French and you know that they only speak French. So like, why doesn't Margot speak French? And I'm not just talking about in this scene. She says that she never t- speaks French, that she people like Canadians or people think that she's Canadian. Yeah. Because of her accent, because it's so bad, which I saw a lot of things online that people like Canadians were very, very uh, offended. By. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which I get. Like, that's probably really offensive. But yeah. I didn't even think anything of it. I'm like, mm, I get what she's saying. Not yeah. not that I think Canadians are bad. Uh, Canadians speak better French than I do, for sure. Um, okay, to be fair, in French class, they would play, like, Canadian French and, like, France French. Yeah. They would, like, you know, in, like, our workbooks. Mm-hmm. I could not understand Canadian French. They They have such a strange different dialect that's like really fast and really like kind of slammed together huh that it was really hard for me to understand <laughs> any of those workbook areas i thought canadians were, were laid back that very that surprises me well i guess they are pretty close to new york so they have that that upbeat new york gotta get it done yeah um i don't know what i'm saying I don't know. Oh, and then she just says that she took her dad's side, so that kind of made her mom and her relationship odd for a number of years, but now she's um, good with her mom again and very impressed with her because she's used to be, like, a homemaker and now she's a jewelry line. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Aja's house, her apartment. Yeah. And her and her friend Jackie are apparently making dinner for everyone. What's a dinner or a brunch? I think it's brunch. It was. It, Aja was talking about how much she liked brunch. At least they serve brunch foods. Oh, okay. It was like dark outside, though. Yeah, I, thought. I don't know. It's so weird. I was like, "What is this?" And then they also had charcuterie because mm-hmm. Emily called herself a charcuterie master. Yeah. Which, classic. For Emily e- is so basic for like, eating for eating the charcuterie. She's a master. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, Emily's so basic that it makes me cringe. Six Emilys in Paris. Aja makes a quiche, and uh, Emily doesn't like quiche. Drama. <laughs> no, there's no drama with that. <laughs> but then she eats it, and nothing yeah. came of it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, Emily just is quiet and eats it, because that's, that's her character. You, yeah, that's what you do when you go to somebody's house for dinner. <laughs> uh, Aja has them do a paint and sip, a.k.a. a blush and brush, mm-hmm. which was the most basic <laughs> american thing i've ever seen yeah i was like oh my god of course you're doing a paint night in paris come on Uh, you can like go anywhere like you're literally in like one of the most amazing cities in the whole world and you're having a paint night come on yeah they could have gone and just like drank on the street and painted like a cityscape whoa i don't know you can't do that i don't know where did you get that from that was weird that's what they do, don't they? Or, or they're like 25 years old. Like, just go out and drink. You don't need to do a paint and sip. That's for like, I don't know. Oh, okay. I was very confused what they were even doing because it looked like they were 
putting cookie cutters through paper. Because <laughs> I, I don't think they. Ha- I think they would have like preferred to have hole punches, but maybe that's not a thing in France. Well, because they didn't have easels, so I think that they were just painting on the, on the table like flat. Huh. Yeah. What were the cookie cutters for? I have no idea. I did not see a cookie cutter. That's what they were saying. Like that's why they were talking about the arm workout. They're like, oh, this is like a workout. Oh, I and they're pressing something like onto a piece of paper. Oh, I have no idea. I didn't see that. Huh. Um, Emily will not gym and will not work out, she says. And Aja said, do you know how it feels to sit in a room full of skinny bitches that don't work out? (laughs) (laughs) I just like the phrase, will not gym. That's what she said. I know she said that. I will not gym and I will not work out. And I was like, okay, you're so quirky and cool. You don't go to the gym. I just felt like it was redundant. Emily tells the group that they're, uh, that she got an internship at a fashion design company. And then Emily tells Victoria that she got an internship with Sonia Reichel. But she tells her later that she has no idea what she's doing. And Victoria's soul leaves her body. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, lucky for you. So sad for you that this fell into your lap and you don't know what you're doing at a fashion. She was like, obviously really pissed. She was like, this girl just, isn't she lucky? Do you think the producers got her this job so it could truly be Emily in Paris? Yes. From what people have told me about the show? Yeah. Also, the home footage is definitely Emily in Paris. And like anytime that they like take a picture and post it to Instagram, you know how they like kind of show that? Yeah. That's like an Emily in Paris thing. It's weird. They're doing it. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, also. Is it, is it just supposed to be uh, modern The Hills? I. That's kind of what it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Which like is. All these, all these friends that are trying to be in like similar industries. Yeah. Like hot take. The Hills is boring as fuck. It is so boring. You, don't you say that about Brody Jenner. Okay. He's like in it for like five minutes. <laughs> and then the next scene, Aja and Anya go shopping and they go shopping at like a I, I th- scale like, thrift store. Yeah, I think it was like a boutique thrift store store because yeah. they were like, oh, like all of this stuff is like at a discount, but it's all like designer pieces, which yeah. is kind of cool. I mean, I would do that. Um, And then they talk about how they're there are. There are the wealthy girls and the non-wealthy girls. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't mention Casey and the non-wealthy girls. I think she says Victoria, Anya, and Aja. Yeah. Like, those are the non-wealthy girls, which I would, would lead me to assume she meant Emily. Who are the other ones? Emily and Margot. Emily and Margot. Mm-hmm. And Casey? Casey. Which I guess would make sense if she was just like living in Paris without having a job. But she always talks about how... I think they just don't include Casey in this because she's not really around. I think everything's up in the air. I think so too. I don't know if if the production team knows how to go, which direction to go. Oh, which leads me to the next... Oh, we forgot that um, both Margot and Anya were not in the last scene. 
yeah. at Aja's house, which right. I thought was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Margo, Margo doesn't leave her apartment, but Margo I don't know why Anya wouldn't be there. Margo doesn't leave her apartment, and Anya is too old to hang out with these people after hours. Yeah. Like, her and, Mar- her and Matthew always just, like... Drink wine. Do their own thing. Remember in the last episode, the girls were texting Matthew and he was like, Oh, sorry, we're not going to come out. Yeah. We're we're having a a wine night or something, a date night Mm -hmm. inside. And we thought that was weird. Not like seven. Yeah. (laughs) Like seven. Um, So they talk about Aja's job. She's desperate to get out of her current role and stay in Paris. Anya wants her wedding at the Ritz because that is where. Matthew and Anya met. So that's why they want to have their wedding at the Ritz or why Anya wants to have her wedding at the Ritz. She was like, yeah. well, if we meet, met in a bar, then we would have it there. But we didn't. We met at the Ritz. So nothing to do about that. I'm like, if you and I got married, <laughs> we met. We'd have to get married in the frat basement. We could have. We would have saved us a couple bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not just get married in Paris? Because that's where you met. Or li- just, why does it have to be where you met? Like, who cares? They can, Only you. They can have all those choices if they just expanded out to Paris and not that specific location. Okay, so does Aja not have a visa to live there as well since she li- works for a U.S. company? Is that what she's getting at, but they're just not making it a storyline? I think possibly because i think they're saying that she's working there temporarily in paris but she like wants to stay in paris by getting the new role in beauty rather than the the cooking is it did she ever say if it's a u.s company or did she just say it's an online company she said just it's an online company Mm. but i i'm that's what i'm assuming from context yeah that like it's like an american company maybe the beauty job is the job that's in the in france yeah just so you're closer to suppliers or whatever yeah yeah but well she did say that like she could do her job anywhere she said that in the first episode so maybe she's like being remote yeah at the I mean, yeah, because what e-commerce does cookware and beauty at the same time? I mean, she's probably just a any retailer. She's probably just a buyer. For what, though? What does beauty and cookware? Target, Walmart, Amazon. Oh, you think she's like one of those big ones? That would make sense, actually, now that you're saying that. I guess it could be like a mom and pop, like drugstore that also just has like but i don't think they would fly her out to paris i don't i, I don't, don't think, know I, I don't think they she's flew her out work. there i think she's just living because she can work remotely oh and she always talks about how she's like working and it's like nighttime there and her like bosses aren't responding to her so she's like getting drunk while she's working Oh, that's what she means when she yeah, says that. Yeah, wow, the time I, difference. I fully missed that whole thing. This show is just riveting. I'm just... That's why she had her computer at the handball game the last episode. Oh, she had her computer there. Yeah. <laughs> and then she complained that her boss wasn't responding and how like she was a bitch or something. So she just shut her computer and started drinking. Oh, boy. That is not a... That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. How do you keep your job if you're doing that? Promoted her to beauty. Yeah. Um... So then Anya talks about her job a little bit. 
And she ho- she um has a company called Maison Firestone. This is Anya? Yes. What an interesting name. Yes. Because so Maison likes- means house, just so you know. No, oh, yeah, like mansion. Obviously. <laughs> um I will read to you what this company is. Founded by art theorist, curator, and brand co- collaboration specialist Anya Firestone. Maison Firestone curates out-of-the-box and out-of-boutique experiences poised to amplify brands' identity through cultural engagement, creating full-sensory events, dinners, and tours. We engage, educate, and enhance VIP clients through collaborations built on art and culture in areas including fashion, jewelry, design, beauty, and technology. Mm. That's a big old word salad if I've ever heard one. (laughs) What's her mission statement? I think that's it. Oh. Yeah. That, that, run that, off. that it, run on was her mission statement. Yeah, the statement. run on sentence was her mission statement. Um Where's the what's the Firestone for? Is that her last name? Yeah, yeah, Anya Firestone. Mm. Do you think it's a real last name? I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a spicy last name. Mm-hmm. I kinda like it. Um, no, basically what she does is like she's talking about how she creates like a she goes into for sale houses and hosts like a party so she like outfits the whole the whole house with art furniture she like stages it all but all of the staging furniture and art and like whatever Mm. is all provided by i think it's all provided by brands like she coordinates all the brands to like have their stuff at these soirees and all of this stuff is for sale okay but it's not the stuff that like is it's not like an estate sale. It's like a It's like a vacant house and that she just brings a bunch of stuff into stage, but mm-hmm. it's all for sale. Yeah. And everything's for sale. Hmm. Which is like kind of a cool concept if she can pull it off and, and have good clients and have actual people come and be interested in that. But it also sounds like a weird a weird thing. Like who was, wants to do this? Was there a testimonial section on the website? Yeah, she she hosted a party, a soiree for Elizabeth Olsen. That was the only one of note. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's kinda cool. Yeah, it was kinda cool. But it was like the one <laughs> one thing. I think she had like three examples of past parties. So maybe she's just getting started. Her uh artwork on the actual website looked like Eloise at the Plaza. <laughs> like <laughs> did you ever read that? No. Oh, well, it, it's like a very distinct, um, I don't know, a very distinct artistry or illustration style. And it's obviously what she's trying to get at. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, good luck to her. And then, um, so they try on one hide- hideous outfit. Anya tries out, tries on a red it looked, Red. Like a, it looked like a jersey. It almost. looked like a jersey and also a ketchup bottle. Mm-hmm. And then Audra couldn't fit into her um, the the piece that she had, but she tells the unassuming French yeah. man that her rack's too big. Yeah, and that he her was rack's like, too big. He was like, uh, uh. yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. And then we see Victoria and Emily go wine tasting. Not at a vineyard, for all those listening, it was in a wine shop. Once again, there was cheese on some bread, and Emily um, called herself the cheese queen. So she's the charcuterie master and the cheese queen, 
if there's cheese on the charcuterie, is she the master queen? She also doesn't gym. She also doesn't gym, yeah. So she's not the gym queen, though. Uh, Victoria asks Emily more about their intern or her internship. Yeah, they talk about how um, interior design. She was interested in interior design, and and Victoria's like, "Why did you switch?" And she's like, "Well." Basically, this just fell in my lap. I'm more interested in interior design. And again, Victoria's like dying. She's like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And Emily says that people are jealous because nothing is handed to them unless you take it. Like, she's like, people are jealous because they think that I was just handed this. But you're not handed anything. You have to go and take it. Like, no, that is not it. <laughs> Yeah, she said she was basically like, yeah, even if your hand is an opportunity, you have to be like good at it and like try and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, but 90% of it's even getting the opportunity. 100%. Yeah, it's like, yes, they are jealous because it was handed to you, but don't like, yeah, it was handed to you. You didn't like, sure, you had to reach out and get it, but like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was just kind of annoying and. Victoria was like, okay, nothing was handed to me, which, sure, nothing was handed to her, and she worked really hard, and I don't know. I just don't think that – I actually thought that Victoria was really nice about this because she could have just been really, like – Yeah, and not helpful at all and been, like, yeah, not giving her any advice. But she was giving her advice, and it was, like, really nice. Do you think Emily thinks she's the star of the show? She is definitely thinks that she's the star of the show. Do you not think that? The Lauren Conrad of yeah. the Hills as yeah. the Emily in Paris is the Emily of Six Emilys in Paris. They opened the show with Emily walking down the street. She thinks that she is the star of the show. That's true. I want to know how much these people are getting paid because they all not- act... Yeah, because they all act like they're not getting paid at all. I don't think they're getting paid. They're, like, stressing so much about their, like, day jobs. Well, they definitely hadn't gotten paid when they started filming this. They might have gotten paid a little bit now, but it's, like, nothing. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. I guess while they're filming this, they might not even know that it was going to air Yeah. or get picked up. Well, that's why, like, Vanderpump was so good at the beginning is because they barely paid them. So they still have to, like, have their restaurant job. What's the what's the excuse for these people then? They still have to be a tour guide charging five hundred euros. They just need more interesting jobs. Yeah. <laughs> they just need to sleep with all their coworkers, like in Vanderpump. Yeah, that would really spice this up. <laughs> well, Aja kind of does. She doesn't work there, but she um, hangs out with a bartender at the local place. Does she? They kind of dropped that whole storyline, yeah. which is weird. He wasn't into the bowling, maybe. Um, no, Emily tells Victoria that uh, Joanne is Casey's stylist. And Victoria is shocked that Joanne didn't tell her. Yeah, she was She was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. She's like, you're not. No, I guess that's the next scene. But she was like, whoa. Uh, Margo and Victoria hang out at her apartment again. At her apartment. <laughs> At Marco's apartment. All two or three scenes she had this episode. Yeah. And uh, they talk about how they just like get each other and how they like to drink wine and dance and hang out or whatever. Um, And then they talk. Girlfriend in Paris things. Girlfriend in Paris things. Um, And then Joanne 
slid into Margot's DMs mm-hmm. and said this crazy thing. He's like, Margot's telling Victoria, she's like, well, he slid into my DMs and he said, hey, I heard you need a stylist. And she's like, yeah, I do. Like, would you want to do it? And he was like, yeah, my price starts at $1,000. And if you, what did he say? If you want, oh, if, if you need clothes and the designers won't rent them to me because you're not famous, then you'll have to buy your own clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Victoria was pretty pissed about this. I would be pissed too because that's really rude. That's really rude, yeah. And it's also weird. No, it's super weird because, like she said, like Casey and him were styling together and she didn't, he didn't charge her anything because he knows that Casey doesn't have money and he knows that Margot does have money and like might pay for a stylist. But if she was going to pay for a stylist, wouldn't she already do that? And so Margaret was just pissed because she was like, well, he knows obviously that I am like wealthy and like my no, my dad pays for my apartment and I don't really have a job right now. So whatever. Yeah, it was also weird. It's like uh, the door to door salesman of Instagram. Oh, I think that's really how it works. Huh. Yeah. And like, sure, like network, that's fine. But don't be like shady networking. Yeah like linkedin when random people are like hey i'm uh i'm loosely associated with um your business yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and then margo says that she would have kicked him to the curb a while ago yeah and foreshadowing foreshadowing yeah victoria's pretty upset and she wants to have a come to jesus with yuan yuan even though she's not religious yeah, which she had to clarify. Yeah. We we know Victoria. We know. We know we it's know. an expression. We know. <laughs> um, all right, well that's it. Good episode. Well, it was an okay episode. It was all right. I think um we have some we have a couple shows coming up. Um Great British is starting this week. And then I believe Survivor is starting next week. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Which should both be good. So it might this might uh this next episode for uh six girlfriends of paris might be the make or break <laughs> yeah. if we continue forward or not or if they or if even bravo continues forward or not to be honest but we'll mm-hmm. see true if if uh two of their members can't get visas it sounds like they might not have a show next season anyway so. oh i 100 percent think this is not going to be a show next season. Oh, it's a one this is a one time thing. Totally. This is a space filler. What was this time slot previously? Um, I think it's holding the slot for blow deck when it's not blow deck season. No, it's still blow deck season cuz right before this is blow deck. I don't know. Sailing yacht though. Yes, yeah, so sailing yacht's not. No. How many how many seasons of blow deck do they have running at once? Like two or three? I think they have two. So right now I think it's Blow Deck Med and Blow Deck. I don't know. Bravo has like the craziest schedule. They always have like five things going. Yeah. Oh, do you know what this is probably holding the slot for? Hmm. Top Chef. Possibly, yeah. Or something. One of their shows, but 
I guess we'll find out if it's a if it's a one seasoner. Yeah. If Emily can really start driving the the show with her uh, fashion drama. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to Garbage Palette. We upload new episodes two times a week, so make sure you're subscribed to follow along with us as we talk about this garbage television. Follow us on Instagram at garbage underscore TV underscore pod. If you're enjoying our show, please leave us a review and share with your friends. We really appreciate it. See you next time.